On this week's episode of Saturation, listen to us discuss Ashton Kutcher's involvement in the Hollywood Ripper case, Game of Thrones star Kit Harington checking into rehab, David Letterman's My Next Guest on Netflix, Rihanna's luxury fashion line, and countless new music drops. It's a lot, so stay tuned. Saturation. I'm Grace Lamb. I'm Kate Bethay, and we are back. Grace is back. I'm so happy to be back, you guys. Yes, we really missed you. I missed y'all, but your aunt did such a great job. It was I fun. I thought of anyone better to take my place. Oh, well, she'll love to hear that. You know, she's such a little listener. We did have fun. It was very convenient because, you know, I live with her, so that was nice. Um, but. I just, like, found myself being like, Grace and I talked about this last week, but Grace isn't here. Guys, for those of you that didn't listen to last week's, Grace was off traversing the world, so we had a fill-in. Yes. Um, speaking of traveling the world, Grace, let's do Shitty or Liddy, and you tell us about your travels. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, I would definitely say I had a Liddy week. Uh-huh. I'm just a little bit nervous about recording this episode because... Because I've been, like, so out of the loop, I feel like. That's okay. Uh, Wait, where did you go? Tell us all where you went. Okay, so I was in Dublin, Ireland Mm -hmm. for most of the trip. I did go to Adair, though, Mm -hmm. for a little bit, which is, I think, like, more west? Okay. I think. (laughs) That's okay. But I'm no geography whiz, so no. I could be totally wrong. I'm sorry if we have any Irish listeners who are like, <laughs> um, that's not correct. Shout out to the Irish but listeners. Yeah, I think it is. Um, so yeah, I overall had a very litty week. I'm happy to be home, though. It looked so beautiful. Y'all, of course, guys had great photos on Instagram. It looked so fun. It was a trip because my dad was the only person that okay. with me. Like, it was a graduation trip. Uh-huh. And anyone who knows my dad knows he, like, does not do social media. He <laughs> doesn't understand the vision. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so we had to do a lot of communicating and a lot of pictures. I mean, you guys should see the amount uh-huh. of pictures on my camera roll right now because I haven't, like, deleted like, yeah. the bad ones. It was... A lot, but he did a good job, I will say. He yeah. surprised me. No, he did. He, y'all had some great content going. Also, I will say that, um, great, literally, Grace attracts celebrities like I attract bugs. She, like, every time I looked up, there was another celebrity in Dublin. Like, I, and I would send it to Grace, like, so-and-so's there, like, Marin Morris. The Spice Girls kicked off their tour. I think we did a post about it, but... There was yeah, somebody else, too. as well. It was quite funny. I'm like, what the heck is going on? It was really crazy. Really cool to see, though. Totally. Now, how was your week? Kate? So, my... No, I, mine was definitely Liddy. I had such a great Yay! weekend. Yes, I played in a tennis tournament um, honoring my pseudo-aunt that passed away a few years ago. And we all played, and it was super fun. I hadn't played in, like, two years. Um it looked- so fun. Yeah, I was so impressed with myself, and I also went to see the live-action um, Aladdin. 
How was that? It was good. I highly recommend it. I said Lion King because the Lion King teaser came out today. Did you see that with Beyonce? I did see that. I actually saw that because I went to see Rocket Man over the weekend. Oh. For that. <gasps> oh. So. I'm going to see Rocket Man this week. Um, the preview, her, Beyonce's voice in the preview, holy shillelagh. Goosebumps. She plays Nala, right? Is that right? I don't know. But I believe that's right. So good. So I'm so excited for that. But yeah, no, it was a great weekend. My dog came home from training after four months. Um, uh, so all is well in our household. That sounds like a very litty week, if you ask me. It was. Um, okay, so guys, I'm going to kind of give you a breakdown of what this episode's going to look like. We're going to do entertainment news, per usual. But we're going to try to kind of just give you the facts in that section because we want to get to the next section, which is we're calling um, Music Madness. Because last Friday, a ton of mu- new music dropped. We want to discuss it, break it down, give you our opinions. Um, and then we're going to do Save Instagrams, and then we'll be done. So lots of good content, but that's kind of the order of ceremonies this yeah. go-round. Um, so let's do entertainment news. Let's do it. I'm going to let you kick it off okay. because I know that you know a lot more about this than me. Yes. I'm very, like, I've gotten very involved in this, guys. So, our first topic is Ashton Kutcher was called to testify to, to testify last week in court against the Hollywood Ripper. And that's what they're calling a serial killer. Um, that His name was Michael Gar, Gar, Gargiulo. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, but um, he murdered several women um, in the Los Angeles area um, back in like the early 2000s, um, and one of the women that he's accused of murdering was um, Ashley Ellerin, um, and basically, so I'm going to break it down for you, and remember, this happened in the early 2000s, so, you know, it, times were different back then. Um, basically, what happened is Ashton Kutcher was scheduled to go on a date um, with Ashley Ellerin on the night she was murdered, February 21st, 2001. Ashton Kutcher, if you don't know who he is, uh, he kind of got his start on that 70s show. Um, he was married to Demi Moore for a while, TBT. Um, now he's married to his act or the 70s show uh, co-star Mila Kunis. Um, and he's the star of the Netflix original show, The Ranch. Really great actor. So they were supposed to go on this date. Um, he was filming that 70s show at the time, so it was kind of like the beginning of his fame and popularity, um, and he had called her on the phone to tell her that he was running late. They were supposed to go to a date, um, but he was at a Grammys party, and it's I'm kind of confused if they were going to the Grammys party, or I think he was just stopping by the Grammys party, and then they were going to go um, to dinner or whatever. Um, basically, she was a fashion student, but also um, a... I read somewhere that she was a, um, a stripper. I'm not 100% sure. Don't quote me on that. But that was kind of her side venture. Um, and so basically, he called her to tell her he was running late um, to pick her up because of the Grammys. And he, uh, she answered, said no problem. She was getting in the shower, you know, whatever. So then he called back and she didn't answer. And so then he just decided to, he thought that she wasn't answering because 
she was mad that he was running so late, and so he just decided to go over there. So he went over, rang the doorbell. Nobody came to the door, but all the lights were on. He thought that was kind of weird, so he walked around the back of the house um, where he saw uh, what looked like red wine spilled all over the floor, and he kind of thought that was weird, but nobody came to the door, and so he left. And then the next day, her roommates found her stabbed to death, um, and the it was not red wine. Obviously, it was blood on the floor. Um, but he was at her house around 10.45 um, to pick her up, and that's kind of when all that went down. Um, basically, he's being called by the prosecution to help establish the time of death. Um, you know, just the timeline. That's obviously very important in the whole scenario. Um, this is a really big deal because he, this guy, is accused of murdering three other women, uh, and so to be able to have this timeline and be able to pin him down for this would be really great. So there weren't cameras in the courtroom last week, but there are pictures of him on the stand. He had a mustache, which was a different look for him. Um, but he told police the next day after all this happened, like he told them everything he knew because basically, I mean, you got to think about it. He was like, my fingerprints were all over that house. Like he right. had touched the doorknobs, like, you know, and so he said, I was very upfront with them. Then, you know, the very next day, like I had nothing to do with this. I didn't, you know, they had never been out before and they were introduced by, through a mutual friend. Like I said, she was a little, I mean, I don't. From what I read, she was, like I said, she was an exotic dancer, stripper. I don't really know. But that's kind of what she did on the side, but she was in school. Uh, and so, the I don't think the trial's over yet. There, I haven't heard of a ruling, but that obviously, he obviously drew a lot of attention to that case. Um, and I saw an interview of another girl who was murdered's parents speaking out, saying they were grateful because him being involved was bringing all this press to the case. Um, right. And, you know, the more press at a situation, the more heightened and the more people know about it and the awareness that it brings so how crazy that he was like loosely involved in that right and know? yeah and can you imagine that was at the start of his career so he was probably like i'm about to lose everything like yeah. I, I can't imagine he's on this hit tv show and then his fingerprints are going to be in and you know on the crime scene of this murder investigation Right. I'm looking at the photo of him mm -hmm. right now testifying, and he literally looks like he's, like, on a movie set. Right? Ex yeah, no, no. People, I saw someone commented on, like, an E! News post or something and said, when it, when and where is this show coming? And they commented back and were like, this isn't an actual, this is actually happening in real life. This isn't, yeah. a, like, TV drama. Uh, but maybe someone will make it into a movie one day. Which, oh my I'd God, watch. That's so wild. Yeah. Uh, so that's really all I have to say about that. I'm just so fascinated by, like, the turn of the events for that and how that all played out. Um, but, you know, best of luck to all those involved in that case, and I hope there is justice served. Me too. Wow, so sad. Yeah. Um, the next topic that we wanted to bring up is, and remind me, Grace, do you watch Game of Thrones? I do not, do you? No, I never did. I feel like I should because of all the hype, especially like this last season, but I, I don't. I definitely should. It's just I've heard that you have to pay really close attention. Yeah. I'm one of those people who watches TV with my phone in front of me and like cannot pay attention, yeah. so. Yeah, no, that's hard. Um, but for all you Game of Thrones fans, which we know there's a lot of you out there, um, Kit Harrington checked himself into rehab. He played... Um, Snow, John Snow, I think is the character's name. Um, he was on there, you know, all eight, seven seasons. Um, he played the character for ten years. Um, 
basically throughout his time playing Jon Snow, um, he was always very open, very candid about the emotional roller coaster that it was. Um, and sorry, say that again. You're cutting out. Oh gosh, uh, this is making me frustrated. Um, uh, he so he plays on Game of Thrones. He's always been very open and candid about um, why uh, playing that role is so difficult. Uh, and so basically, he checked himself in um, to a rehab facility in Connecticut um, at like after filming the final episode. Um, He's 32 years old, and basically uh, his publicist said that it was he was checking in for personal reasons slash issues, um, and I don't know. It's just, it, again, we I feel like we on here are very supportive of that and talk about that a lot, how we see that more and more, people getting help um, when they need it, uh, but... Uh, you know, like I said, he's been very honest and open about that final season and that, like, letting go of that character. People have a really hard time with that. Um, and, like, he, he said, like, when he was taking off the costume for the final time, he was hyperventilating. Um, really just, just you know, I, I, I can't imagine that because I'm not an actor and I've never played a character that's so... I think he was the villain on the show. I'm not really sure. But a really dark mm-hmm. and emotional character. Yeah. Uh, the place that he's seeking treatment, though, is $120,000 per month. Uh, he checked wow. himself in. Yeah, yeah. He checked himself in before the final aired on television. Um, mm-hmm. So he's been there for a while. And then last week, this all came out. And then, like, two days later, he, he was done with rehab. So don't you know he wished he just would have finished before it all came out? Um, yeah. Yeah. But that show... Um, that final episode of the finale um, of the series, it had 19.3 million viewers. So again... That is like unheard of. Right? So again, a lot of Game of Thrones fans, uh, they're out there doing the most, breaking all the records. Yeah. Um, but we wish him the best. His wife is standing by him and has been very open about how, you know, he felt he needed to seek help. He was abusing things and... Um, so hopefully he's doing a lot better. We will see. Um, next, I think we want to talk about Kanye speaking out about his bipolar disorder slash Ellen speaking out about being sexually assaulted. Um, we don't want to get too into that, but also we, um, like, that came on on David Letterman's new Netflix special. I know, Grace, did you watch? I did. I've only seen Kanye and Ellen's, but those are the only two that we're here to discuss. Because right. the rest of the names, like, I either knew them but didn't find them that interesting or I didn't know them. Okay, yeah. Which is kind of ironic because it's like, my next guest needs no introduction. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's the name of the series. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but... I thought both of them were just so interesting. Like, I feel like David Letterman is so captivating in, like, his interview style. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, oh, yeah. ta- like, draws you in. Like, I was just talking about how I love being on my phone when I'm watching TV, but, like, I did not even pick up my phone when I was watching because I was so, like, into whatever the interviews. Yeah. Um, I thought a lot of what they said was just, like, so interesting and, I mean, like, kind of vulnerable i guess like yeah. Kanye speaking out about his 
mental illness and Ellen speaking out about her sexual assault that I don't think she's like ever really no. discussed before. And she's been famous for decades. Mm-hmm. So to hear that was really um, kind of interesting and just sad, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I only watched Kanye's. I didn't have time to watch Ellen's. I also Tiffany Haddish, who's hilarious. She has an episode, so I do want to watch hers as well. Um, but I thought the, the main takeaway, I mean, there were so many good things from Kanye's episode. We could talk, you know, we could spend a whole episode deep diving into that. Um, but basically he kind of described in vivid detail about what it's like to have a bipolar episode. And he used that whole sprained ankle, sprained brain analogy. Mm -hmm. I thought that was really interesting. I thought that was really interesting. He was basically saying that like when he's having a a bipolar episode, there's like a lot of paranoia that comes with it and it feels like everyone's against you. And he's like, it's like having a sprained ankle, but when this happens, you have a sprained brain. Mm -hmm. And usually when you have a sprained ankle, people aren't like kicking you. But when you have a sprained brain, people keep poking at you. Right. And like, you can imagine what that would be like. So yeah, I thought it was really interesting. I also thought it was really interesting um, in Ellen's mm-hmm. when she was talking about how she basically before she was like had her Ellen DeGeneres show, mm-hmm. she was on a different show and then she like got kicked off because she came out as gay and it was mm-hmm. like really scandalous at the time. And then after right. that, she moved out of LA and she was just running out of money, living here wherever. And her neighbor came out and was like, um, hey, my my mom wants to read your cards. And Ellen was, like, rolling her eyes, like, oh, God. And, like, she didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. She did it anyway. And the girl was like, at 45, you're going to find a major success. She said something else that happened. And, like, Ellen started her show at 45. Like, and and David Letterman was like, how do you rationalize that? Like, there's no scientific evidence that, like, this can happen or, like, that this means anything. And she's like, I think I just, like, manifested it into the universe that, like, something was going to happen to me at 45, and it did. Like, it is the craziest story, and there was something else, like, not even that. And she's like, now I go see the girl every year. I'm Googling a psychic. I need to go. I oh. Know. And I'm so glad you said that because I love those statistics. I'm sure you've seen them too, where it's like Oprah didn't start her show till da 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 da. Or I love when it's like all the because everybody just thinks, oh, you should be young and be successful and be famous so quick. I love yeah. that I kind of thing. Oh, I can't wait to watch. I was like, that is so cool. Literally, I'm googling Ellen Psychic. I, I need to find her. I'm sure she's expensive, but <laughs> whatever. Um, and yeah, so both of those, uh, are, I think that whole series is great. Again, David Letterman is just such a good interviewer. I don't think they go in with like much expectation about what they're going to talk about. And he just like gets it out of you in these open and honest conversations, which I think is so great. Um, also we should add that Ellen, um, just signed on to do three more years of the Ellen DeGeneres show. Um, so, or three more seasons, which is basically three more years. Um, so, very excited for that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited for her. Mm-hmm. Um, next, we need to talk about, and I want your opinion on this, Grace, because we haven't talked about this. 
um, Rihanna's uh, new new line, um, and she's also making history. So, guys, she has a new line that's come out in luxury fashion called Fenty, um, and she's the first black woman to lead a major luxury fashion house. So, some other examples of luxury fashion houses would be Louis Vuitton, Chanel, Gucci, etc. Um, and they, all those brands have like basically come out and really support her. Um, and she just released the first line. So I think that's really cool. I don't, I mean, obviously it's a woman's line, so I don't have much connection to it, but, um, good for Rihanna. Yeah, I think it's awesome. I mean, I think she's totally built this huge empire and I actually just found out that it's like a luxury fashion brand. Like I thought it was like a fashion Nova for some reason. Like I thought it was like something more like that, like affordable type of thing, Mm -hmm. but I think it's totally cool. Um, and I'm excited. I saw some pieces because I follow Jeffree Star and he ordered some pieces like right before we started recording. He posted something about it. It's really pretty. I mean, I I think great for her to be taking her success into businesses that everyone can enjoy. And like everyone loves Rihanna. So destined for success. Exactly. And I mean, a lot of the criticism, people want new music, but like, let her do her thing. Let her live, you know? So... That's exciting for her, Rihanna making history. Also, I feel like we haven't talked about her much on the podcast, so I felt the need to bring that up. Yeah. Okay, this next headline, my heart sank whenever I saw this because I was just like, what? So basically over the weekend, Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott's daughter, Stormy Webster, was hospitalized for an allergic reaction. I... I just saw that she was hospitalized, and I was like, what? Like, you know, I I don't know what I thought. Um, But basically, Kylie posted a story on Instagram yesterday that said, spent the day in the hospital with my baby. She had an allergic reaction, but is 100% okay now, and we are home. Nothing else matters when these things happen. God bless all the moms with sick babies. I'm sending so much love and positivity your way. And the little picture of Stormy was just so, so tender. She is too cute for words. She is too cute for words. Also, like, this whole allergic reaction thing, this just happened to Saint a few weeks ago. If you remember, I think we might have talked about it. Oh, but my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Kim had to take him to the hospital. Um. Also, last week, Ariana Grande, like, ate tomatoes and, like, somehow developed this allergic reaction to tomatoes and canceled all these shows last week. I'm going to see her this Friday, so you know I was freaking out. Yeah. I was like, she, she tweeted like, "There's nothing worse than an Italian girl with a tomato allergy." Yes, no, that's exactly that what she said. Sucks. No, right? Um, yeah, she said that she had an unfortunate allergic reaction to tomatoes, and her throat was pretty much closed. Um, was very swollen. She rescheduled the show, and then yeah, Grace, nothing more unfair than an Italian woman developing an allergy to tomatoes in her mid twenties. Crazy. But then I did some research because I was like, wait, is this a thing? And yes, you can just develop allergies like that. Um, So, who knows? But she's back. All's well. Hopefully, I'm going to get to see her this Friday. I'm going to see Ariana and I'm going to see Mayfest in Nashville. So, I'm very excited about those things. As long as she's okay when you see her. That's all that matters. Right, right. I just want her to be happy and healthy. Um, So, sending best wishes to all those out there with allergies. I mean... And poor Stormy. Uh, poor thing. 
Okay, so now we need to talk about Sophie and Joe um, because you know we love them. Um, I mean, they're goals. They're a huge power couple um, that we never knew we needed. Um, so upset. And, like, we didn't really get to talk much about their, their wedding because it was the same time as the Met Gala, if you remember. But... Mm-hmm. Taking you back a little, they got married in Las Vegas after the Billboard Music Awards, and it was kind of like a secret wedding. Well, then Diplo uh, Instagram lived the whole thing. Uh, he said, I'm going to hit this wedding real quick, and it was Sophie and Joe's wedding. So basically... Oh God, you're kidding. I mean, no, yeah, so that happened. So then last week, the Joe Bros... Um, who have a new album coming out this Friday, have a documentary coming out on Amazon tomorrow, have a book coming out in the fall. Um, They were doing some interview, like radio show in London, and Joe was asked about Diplo, like, running the wedding, and he basically just said, I mean, yeah, it was, like, kind of dumb of him. Like, he's, like, a 13-year-old girl. Like, he can't ever... He's always on Instagram, always Instagram living, um, but said that he and Sophie thought it was funny. She also did an interview in a magazine and said that she thought it would have been better if nobody would have run the surprise, but that, you know, Diplo doing that, she thought was funny. So then the internet just comes out and is like, oh my gosh, Diplo and Joe have beef. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so then... Um, like, Diplo posted on Instagram about it. Joe commented an emoji. And then today, Diplo was on live with, um, or not live. He was on Ryan Seacrest radio show, Kiss, whatever, um, and talking about it. And he said that um, Joe had actually called him this morning to apologize uh, because, like, it, like, the way that it was, like, put out there wasn't how, like, he's not mad. There's no beef. They're good friends. Can I tell you that this is the problem with news going digital? Is yeah. People just twist the words and turn it into a headline knowing that they'll cl- get clicks and get their click rate up. Yeah. You're and totally it right. results in all of this like super misconstrued news. Because like headlines have been misleading as long as time, but it's really gotten stronger when people are competing for click rate. Yeah. It's no. so bad. It's so bad. And so I just, I was like rolling my eyes at the whole time. Um, Joe also had his bachelor party last week in Ibiza, and people were like, oh, Joe didn't invite Diplo to his bachelor party. No, Joe didn't invite Diplo to his bachelor party because they're not probably even that good of friends. Like, yeah, like he's not probably one of his groomsmen, so why would he be right. invited to the bachelor yeah. party? That's, yeah, all the brothers. That's just common sense. Right? All the brothers were there, including Frankie, um, some guys from DNCE. They played soccer. They partied on a yacht. They smoked cigars. looked like it was a blast. I'm sure it was. And they're having a wedding later this summer in France. So stay tuned to see if Diplo will be invited and if he will be Instagram living the whole thing. <laughs> um, okay, now the part of the podcast that we've all been waiting for, Music Madness. We gr- so much music dropped this week, you guys. Like, I was so overwhelmed. Yeah, I think more music dropped this past Friday than has dropped in all of 2019 so far. No, for real. And what I'll say too is, you guys know, like, if you listen, you know that we love uh, music. And so, we just decided instead of doing song of the week or talking about it here and there, that we would just dedicate a whole section to it. So, 
We're going to kind of go through the different tracks, albums that came out last Friday, May 31st. Go through them, talk about them, give you our opinions, and then we're going to rate them on a scale of 1 to 10. 10 being the worst, 1 being... Or 10 being the best, 1 being the worst. I'm sorry. Um, Okay, let's talk about Miley's new EP, She Is Coming. Yes, let's talk about it. Okay. So, I was listening to it with my mom. This was, like, the one that I was most excited to listen to. Yes. Because Miley's had so many phases. Uh Uh-huh. And I was, like, so interested to see what this kind of, like phase would look like right um it was only an ep which one like i haven't heard that much about it so then when i saw that i was like oh it's an album well it was like five songs it was an ep and i'm having so many mixed feelings on it because i i wasn't like terribly impressed by like yeah that many of the songs but yet i saved all of them like knowing that they would grow on me yes exactly it's one of those yeah I think, too, with this, to kind of clarify for people out there that are a little confused, so she is doing three EPs, and then those three EPs are going to add up to a whole album. So this EP is coming now, there's going to be another one later, and then one more, and that will be the whole album. So, again, it kind of goes back to that thing that we see so often nowadays where artists are trying to be different and doing things different. You know, Ariana releases two albums back-to-back. Miley's releasing three miniature albums to make a big one. They're just trying to do something different and be noticed, I guess. Um, I really will say that I loved... The sound reminded me of the Bangers era, which was my favorite. Um, She was back in the studio with Mike Wilmeda, and so that sound that's engineered and that's, you know, that Miley sound is back, and I did like it for that reason. And, like, look how well Bangers has lived on. Right, but exactly. But I feel like this one has a major potential. Yeah. So I'm not knocking it at all. Right. But I love Miley right now. So let's I let's give it a rating from 1 to 10. Okay, what is yours? 7.3. Okay, I'm going to give it an 8. Okay. Um, and uh, my last comment on the EP, is that this, for you guys that haven't listened yet or listened once, you can't listen to this once. You're going to have to listen to it over and over again, like Grace is saying, for it to grow on you. Yeah, definitely. Don't sleep on Miley, people. I've that happening with a lot of songs this summer, though. Like, Nightmare by Halsey has become one of my yes. favorite songs, and I did not like it that much, at, that much at first. Same with I Don't Care by Ed Sheeran and yeah. Justin Bieber. Yeah. I knew that one would grow on me, but, oh, it's grown on me. No, exactly. Don't sleep on Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Okay. I honestly think I can talk myself into liking any song that I like. No, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) You just just gotta try hard enough. Going on. Yeah. Moving on to Cardi B. Yes. She dropped a song called Press this past Friday. Mm -hmm. Um, I want you to talk about it. So, basically, this song, she posted a snippet of this song, like, back in the fall, you know the chorus, it's like, press, 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 press. Cardi don't need more press. She dropped, like, that little snippet, and then Fashion Nova used it in a, in some advertisement. So that song, like, I knew that that song very was coming. Clever. Yes, very, very ingenious of her. Um, so I was excited for this song. All the cover art was really cool. Um, typical Cardi fashion. This song, um, doing really well, I will say. 
You know Cardi B, she typically does things um, a little differently. So she drops the single and yep, she drops the single and then she's got to go to court. You know, the day she got all the Grammy nominations, where she got to go? Court. Big days for Cardi are always coinciding with court. Um, so she shows up three hours late to a courtroom in Queens. But of course, it's like a, it's like a red carpet. She's looking amazing in a pink pantsuit. Um, apparently, she didn't speak, or she was very somber in the courtroom. Uh, basically, this is for that um, she she was charged with assault and reckless endangerment following her alleged involvement in that strip club brawl last August. Um, and she rejected the original plea with no jail time. And now it's going to go in front of a jury, which is going to be on August the 9th. So we're going to see. Again, Cardi B in court. I mean... So on August 9th, she'll probably drop another single. Yeah. Something big will happen. I mean, I'm calling it now. On August 9th, they're going to release a teaser for... um, Oh, uh, what's that movie with J-Lo? I just forgot the name. Hustlers? Hustlers. Yeah. I'm calling it now. August 9th, Hustlers tease. Or... uh, uh, I'm I'm losing my words. But the, the preview. Hustlers preview. Yeah, I'm calling that too. Okay. Call. Um, okay. So what? What? Great press. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Mm, I'm gonna say eight. Okay, I'm gonna say eight as well. Okay. Yeah, I think it's another one that's gonna turn into like one of my favorite parties. Yeah. Because all no. of your songs go. I agree. Uh, um, like, remember when Money came out, and I was like, I don't think I'm really feeling it, and now it's, like, my absolute favorite. Exactly. Album. That's what, that is the exact thought that I had. We're on the same wavelength. Exactly. Okay. Next one is Chainsmokers and BB Rexa. The song is called Call You Mine. Um, the music video is what's really getting a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. Because it's kind of, like, in reverse. Like, the whole thing's backwards. Okay. Right? Yeah. Is that, Yeah. Okay, what are your thoughts? Okay, so you know I love BB Rexa, and I l- I've like really been loving the Chainsmokers. And when this came out, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. But I think a lot of people thought it was gonna be like the next closer. Well, that's not that's not what they're trying to do. They're just they're about to release a new album, so they're just like doing little teasers. So I knew it probably wasn't gonna be my favorite thing ever, but I knew that I was gonna like it just because I like them. If that makes sense. Um, they have a documentary out on YouTube. It came out last week. It's free. You guys should totally watch it. It's so good. It gives you such a behind the scenes into them and their lives, Alex and Drew. Um, and I, I, I mean, I liked this song. I'm really mad at myself because I forgot to watch the music video. I literally have it in my watch later on YouTube and I just haven't watched it yet. Um, but I thought the lyrics for this were really good. And if you guys listen, you know that Grace and I love some lyrics that we can attach ourselves to or relate to. Um, yeah. So, I liked it. What about you? I liked it, too. I'm going to give it a 7. Okay, I'm going to give it an 8. <laughs> Damn, really cool. sticking with the 8s here. Camila Cabello and Mark Bronson then dropped a song called Find You Again. Uh-huh. Um, we haven't heard from Camila in a long time. No. So I was excited to see this. Me too. Especially with an iconic collaboration such as Mark Bronson. We mm-hmm. all know he works with Miley, Lady Gaga, all the biggest A-list names in Hollywood. Yeah, so he's I was so good. I to see this. 
And I was not disappointed by the song. No. It was so good. Did you see her caption on Instagram? And she was like, part of these lyrics I wrote when I was 16 years old. Oh my gosh, I didn't see that. Yes. She was like, I. Right? Um, I love the line where it's like, um, oh, I'm I'm not going to remember it now because I'm on the spot. But she's talking about, um, I don't remember. We got to move on. But there's some good lyrics in there too. Okay, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a nine. I like it a lot. Okay, Thomas Rhett's new album, Center Point Road. Me and Kate are both country fans. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was so excited about this. Me too. It's a huge name in country music right now, and um, I again was not disappointed. All my friends were saying like, "This is the album of summer." Like one of my friends said, there are a few albums that I don't dislike any songs, and this is one of them. I agree. It's a solid album, I would say. It's so good. Um, I think, like, for me, like his last album, Life Changes, was about, you know, how they had the two kids so quick, you know, all that. Um, and I, whenever that came out, I liked that, but I thought, no, this dude is not a daddy yet. Well, let me tell you, Thomas Rhett has arrived, and you can call him daddy. I mean, this is so, like, old soul country, and you can tell he, like, has kids and is learning a lot in life, and it's really a beautiful record. It is a beautiful record. What are your favorite songs from it? Okay, I'm looking up right now. I really like um, Centerpoint Road, which is the title of the album, but also... Yes, yes, we love her. Um, I like that one. I love Up. Um, I, I love Things You Do For Love. That song makes me want to be in love. Um, Remember You Young is so heartwarming, and then Almost is so good. Um, I love but again, like you said, the whole album is good. I mean, I always say, like, oh my gosh, I'm crying, like, as a joke, but no, I'm, li- like, listening to this, <laughs> like... Yes, like uh, equating this to my life, like these lyrics to my life and thinking of the people in my life and all, all those things, it gets me teary-eyed. I'm not going to lie. Same. And um, my faves yeah. are blessed. Oh, yeah. There's a line in it that's like, you're too good for coincidence and too perfect for an accident. I'm like, oh, I can't. So good. <laughs> And then, um, the other one I really liked was Don't Threaten Me with a Good Time. It's like yes. a little big town. Uh-huh. I was playing it in my kitchen, and my parents were like, ooh, I like this song. And I'm like, I'm kind of surprised you like this. And they're like, why? I'm like, because it's country. And they don't, my dad didn't say that they like country. Yeah. And he, unless it's old country. And he was like, this doesn't sound like country to me. And I kind of doesn't. Because you, like, pretend that it's not Thomas Rhett. Yeah. It's a little big town. It's really I'm going to give it a nine, too. I'm really proud of him, and I'm excited to see him play this record and more music videos and all that. Okay. The next one, I'm ashamed to say. It's by Gucci Mane and Justin Bieber. It's called Love Through the Computer. (laughs) This is the one that I didn't get to, and I'll explain why. I was very overwhelmed on Friday when I woke up. I fell asleep early on Thursday. I didn't listen to any of this Thursday night. I woke up to all these texts from my friends being like, do you listen to this level? I'm like, oh my God, no, no, no. There's too much happening. So I was not mentally prepared for it. So (laughs) I didn't get to everything. And this is the one that I didn't get to. And I think it's because I'm not a Gucci Mane fan. Yeah. So I was 
like a little slow getting there and then I just never got there. So what are your thoughts? I mean, there was no promo for this song. I had no idea this song came out until I literally saw it on iTunes. Um, so it was good. It's not anything special. I'm going to give it like a 6.57. Okay. I'll trust your judgment on that. I'm going to give it a big question mark. Yeah. I literally have not. That's okay. Um, okay. Did you see Marin Morris acoustic? Yes, I did see that. Oh my gosh. Like y'all. So good. She has, like, no nothing. This is just very stripped down. No auto-tune, no nothing. And she did the middle, um, which is her and Zed's track. She did Girl and the Bones. And the middle is so good. So I highly recommend listening. Definitely check it out. I'm going to give her... I'm going to give that an 8.5. I really liked it. I'm going to give it an 8.8. Okay. Let's talk about Katy Perry and her new song. Let's talk about this, Kate, because this was my biggest shock of the whole Friday. Literally, I, talk about shook. Guys, we've, we've kind of talked a little shit about Katy Perry on this podcast. And just a little. She's not our biggest fan. She's a little much for both of us. Yeah. Okay. This song, though, is a banger. It's so it good. Is, I've been listening to it nonstop, Kate. I'm giving this one like a 9.5. I'm so beyond obsessed with this song. Your highest score is going to go to Katy Perry. Who would have ever thought? Who would have literally I ever? Just... Right? When this song came out, I was like, oh my gosh, she's going at it again. But I'm like honestly impressed with her. And I like, I'm here for it. There's only one thing I would have changed. Okay, and tell. That was like when she says, no, it's never really over. And then she goes like, and if you think it's over, then it's really over. Uh-huh. <laughs> so fast. When when she's doing that fast thing, I thought there was going to be like a beat drop, like a Zed beat drop. Yeah. Zed produced it. Mm-hmm. So I was expecting like this amazing beat drop. And then it's just Katy Perry saying, and if you think it's over, then it's really over. So I see, I see, so I see. I was a little disappointed just because my ex- it didn't meet my expectation there, but yeah. nonetheless, this is probably my favorite song that came out on Friday. Like, maybe it's just because I'm so pleasantly surprised. Yeah, that, me too. That factor is making me add points, but yeah. I'm so, so into this song. Yeah. I also liked it because you guys know Katy Perry and Taylor Swift have had huge beef in the past. So fans were literally freaking out because she added that to her playlist. And then she also, in the beginning of the music video, which is like very 70s California, she goes to like this treatment therapy center. Very cool video. Um, she There's like this box and it says, let it go. And recently, Taylor Swift was quoted saying, step into the daylight and let it go. And then this was very prominent in Katie's video. And so people think there's going to be a collab between the two of them called Let It Go. Oh, I love that. And wouldn't that make sense? Like, let the beef go, let the drama go. Yeah, I think you guys are on to something. Even Taylor Swift has said that Swifties are so good at figuring out clues. So oh, we are. I believe it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so what, okay, oh, you said you're giving this song a 9.5, is that what you said? You know, I, I'm changing it to a 9.2, I felt a little, I think I got a little excited. <laughs> you got a little too excited? Uh, I'm gonna give it a 9, no, I'm gonna give it an 8.5, I'm gonna give it an 8.5. Okay. It, I, like, I just, no, nah, I liked it, but you know. 
Also, it's important to mention that this song is currently the third song on the iTunes chart, um, which is probably her highest charting song in a while. And in other news, they're getting rid of iTunes. Did you see that? What? Yeah. It, there's no. It, it's just going to be Apple Music, and then on the Macs, it's going to be separated. There's going to be like a podcast app. Um, there's going to be an Apple TV app, and then there's going to be a music app. Well, I suppose I should have seen that coming, but I didn't. Right, I know. What can we say? <laughs> um, yeah, okay, let's quickly do a couple of saved Instagrams because we literally only have like a few minutes. But yes. tell me some of yours. Okay, I'm going to start with this video that Cade sent me. Lil Nas X posted <laughs> it. And it is Cardi dancing to Old Town Road. Guys, <laughs> I feel like the biggest loser that I'm still obsessed with the song Old Town Road, but I am. So, <laughs> I was so excited to see that. No, so good. It made me laugh. Um, one thing that I say is as of today, Monday the 2nd, or the 3rd, sorry, um, Jay-Z is now a billionaire, so congrats to him. Forbes um, declared him a billionaire and his earnings and all those things, so... Go Jay Z. Go Jay Z, baby. Okay, I'm gonna next say um, Lady Gaga posted a picture of her in like a hoodie, sunglasses, in the floor length orange tutu, drinking a coffee that says after show. There is actual hair on this poster, and I'm living for it. Love my little monster so much. Over a decade, and some things never change. Oh. I just love the girl. Like yeah. she is just such a big mood. Mm-hmm. She is, and she's coming. Miley's Miley's coming, but she's coming too. I I can feel it. Me too. Something's about to happen. It's gonna be good. Uh, I know. My next safe thing is a couple weeks ago, an interviewer asked Taylor Swift, "When was she gonna settle down and have kids?" Grace, I don't know if you saw this, but her response to that question was, I really don't think men are asked that question when they turn 30. So I'm not going to answer that question now. I love that she said that. She shut it down. Because ain't that the truth? Seriously. Okay, my next saved is Hailey Bieber. She posted like Mm. four close-ups of her and Justin being beyond tender. And it said, Ooh. safe place, happy place. And it just made my heart feel so good inside. Oh, I love that. They just make me happy. Same. Um, my last one that I think I have is Kylie has been getting a lot of backlash for the Kylie skin. Me and Antikis talked about it last week with the walnut scrub. But this past week, Kylie did like an Instagram story of her washing her face and everyone freaked out and was like, there's no way you can wash your face that fast. Like, da-da-da-da-da. Well, of course, like, like I, I get heated about this. But, of course, she didn't, like, what is she supposed to do? Post, like, a 10-minute video on Instagram stories of her actually mm-hmm. washing her face? Like, that's not really how she washes her face, people. Give her a break. Ugh. Kim got on her story and was like making all these jokes about it. Like she said, and you bitch, and she said she was going to show them how to do like a skin tutorial. And she said, and she said, and bitches, I only have 10 seconds to do it. And then she said, she like put a filter on her face and she said, and look, that only took me three seconds. Like it was so funny. And then Kylie took the phone and was like, you're an asshole. It was really funny. Um, yeah. So 
I thought that was funny. That is too good. Okay, my last one is going to be Lil Nas. <laughs> sorry to make this all about Lil Nas. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm just not over it yet. I'm sorry. We have to title that the episode. We have to. I am going to ride this horse all the way <laughs> into, the, into the next decade. Like, I, just, I don't see this getting old for me. I don't. Oh, like, I'm he done. showed up at an elementary school <laughs> to sing Old Town Road. Guys, the kids are going ballistic. It is hilarious to watch. There's one kid that in particular stands out to me. He's in like an all gray outfit doing all the Fortnite dances. He is like lit. And it's so lit. So funny. (laughs) So good. So good. Um, Okay. Well, we didn't do a question of the week because we felt like there was a lot of other content that we wanted to talk about. But we did want to tell you guys, the other day I got on and looked at our reviews and ratings thinking that nobody would have marked them. Um, But like... 15 people have given us five stars and a couple people have written reviews. So thank you so much, those of you that have done that. It's literally so easy. We posted today a like 30 second tutorial on how to rate us and write us a response. If you write us a response and send us a screenshot or we'll get on there and look ourselves and see, we will contact you and we're going to make a saturation gift basket and send it to our favorite um, comment. So please, please do that. Yeah, so be Screenshot your um, review yeah. and send it to a DM so we know who wrote it. Yeah. But we're going to be sending out a gift basket to our favorite, so definitely make a review. Mm-hmm. We, it yeah. means so much to us and helps us out a ton. It helps so much, you guys. We know we have technical, technical difficulties, but you love us regardless. Exactly. Okay. So thank you guys so much for listening. Yes, Grace, we're so happy you're back. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to be back. And be sure to write a review, you guys. I can't say that enough. It truly helps us so much. Yes, and we love you to pieces. And we will see you back here next week. Adios.